Hello and welcome to day five. Is it only day five? <laughs> oh God. This has been an awful, awful idea. Day five of Podmas. If you don't know what Podmas is, then why are you listening to day five? That's weird. But Podmas is a, a, an episode every single day. <sighs> from the 1st of December to the 25th of December. And we get to about day five and go, this is a bad idea. Then we get to about day 10 and we go, what the fuck are we doing? And then we get to do 18 and... <laughs> I'm not Sorry. editing that out, you know. I know, I've not spoken for a while. <laughs> the thing is, <sighs> when it comes to editing this, normally on our, on our other podcast, which is quite a professional podcast, it's mm. part of the HubSpot Podcast Network. If you uh, if you own a business, then search for Truth, Lies and Workplace Culture. That's our professional podcast. Shameless plug there, I oh, love it. 100% shameless. <laughs> Pants around my ankles, shameless. That's what that was. Um, but on that one, we do all kinds of editing. If we get it wrong, we're like, cut it out and everything. In this one, particularly Podmas, fuck that. Fuck that. <laughs> all I want to do is put it in my editing software, add my Christmas bells and then just top and tail and post because that's all i want to say anyway so leanne what are we talking about today day five we are talking about the christmas tipple of choice yes not one for methodists no no well i do methodist drink i've I I heard know. that methodists don't drink but you just agreed with me right in let us know <laughs> P.O. Box, we don't care. <laughs> Stop, get a life, street. Anyway, so um, actually interesting. Do, do, do other countries have P.O. Boxes? Oh, I don't know. Is that, is that a UK thing? It might be. Back when we were kids, certainly when I was kids, before the internet and stuff, then if you wanted to like, get get a, something on TV or enter a Blue Peter-style competition, you had to send your entry to a P.O. Box. It would be P.O. Box 349 and then some weird thing. But I think they do still have the P.O. Boxes on competitions, you know. For uh, regulatory purposes. Anyway, so t- Christmas tipple, if you don't from the UK and you don't know what tipple is tipple means a drink an alcoholic drink, a beverage usually. a beverage of some kind of an alcoholic nature so we just Fancy thought a tipple. <laughs> yes i do jeff yes i do <laughs> Jeff's the worst influence and i think that um so it's, it's kind of nice that we, we when we talk about tipple i i, know, I hope we're not triggering anyone who, who can't drink anymore um maybe if russell brand listens sure to this people would listen we'd know i mean maybe no triggers but i'm not sure our audiences. It'd be a small percentage, I think. It would. And Russell Brand, if you are listening, then let us know you are by writing to P.O. Box. (laughs) (laughs) We don't give a shit. (laughs) Anyway, so um, our favourite Christmas tipples. And we want this to be interactive. Well, not interactive in real time because you'd have to have messaged a little while ago and know what we're doing but it's not that kind of format but just let us know what your what your tipple of choice is or more interestingly perhaps what the christmas traditional drink is in your country and i think that's the thing that you do drink things at christmas that you might not through the rest of the year that's true um i mean I think, yeah. Well, I mean, we'll, we'll probably get on to eggnog and Al's experience in Denmark off of December 2019. But first, Al, what is your favourite Christmas tipple? Now, I have two. Am I allowed two? Yes. So the first one is a sherry. Now, before, <laughs> before, before you go all like, oh, hello, Aunt Mary. Aunt Mary's had a sherry. Um, 
when you when we lived in Spain, we discovered there were six different types of sherry, not brands of sherry. There's like about 150, but there's six different types of sherry. So, you know, like you've got wine, you've got Merlot, you've got Shiraz, you've got uh, Plavats Mali, if you are in Croatia, etc., etc. But in Spain, they actually have six sort of designations of sherry and they go from very, very dry, which is called the... Oh, man. Manzanilla. Manzanilla. All nice. The, nice. They recovered. All the way to the sweetest, which is called Pedro Gemini. Yes, it is. PX. Yeah. Um, so in terms of sherry, there is so much to drink. It's like a wine across there. In fact, to be fair, sherry comes from the Spanish name of the town, Jerez, J-E-R-E-Z. And that's where sherry comes from. It's an anglicization of the word Jerez. So there you go. So educational. So you're learning and you're also learning how to drink like a grown-up. <laughs> you're so. learning and growing. You're on a life. Okay. <laughs> so that's my favourite. That's my mum number one. What about you, Leah? I'm with you. I love a sherry. My preferred show choice is like, is it classed like a cream sherry or mm-hmm. a... It's not Olorosa. Which one is it in the um, Spanish line? I think it is called cream. Is it I think called it, cream? I think it goes like basically. I think it goes manzanilla, something else, uh, dry well, Olorosa, sweet Olorosa. We have the interweb. Cream. While Leanne's looking, that my second one is a port from Portugal. I'm guessing. I'm guessing that that's where that where it comes from. Yeah. Um, so I do like a port, but the thing is, I never remember whether I like tawny port or ruby port. I never remember. Um, I'm see how I'm filling in here while Leanne's doing some quick googling. Type faster, Leanne, because mm-hmm. I'm going to start talking about weird things about port. Okay, so, I've got it. Manzanilla, yeah. which is the driest. Yep. And then Fino. Yep. Then Amontillado. Yep. Oloroso. Yep. Then I've got a Palo Cortado, a cream, and then a Pedro Jimenez. So yes, my favorite is cream, one before the super sweet one, which is if you are from UK, a Bristol sherry. And it's creamy. Yeah, it's really and, and if you've never if you haven't had it for years okay. or you think it's just something that grandma's drink, no. Go and give it a go. It's really, really nice. I've got a fun story in that my granddad, I think I think was it my granddad or was it my grand one of my granddad's friends had a business. And he when he went <laughs> when he went in to see the bank manager, he knew how well his business was doing by whether the bank manager poured him a sherry or not. <laughs> if he didn't pour him a sherry, then he hadn't had a very good month. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Again, way before internet banking. Although it seems counterintuitive, like if you had a bad, bad month, it's like, you're going to need this. Good point. I never thought of that. But yes, yeah, sherry port, very much part of my Christmas day morning with my my family. That's what we used to do. We used to you know, get up, a bit of breakfast, get your fancy frocks on, gather in the kitchen and have either a sherry or a port. Lovely. So... If you are, well, if you are listening to this, you're clearly listening to this because my voice is in your ears. Get your Instagram out. Go find a sideways life. Just send a message and say, in our country or in my home country, this is what I drink at Christmas. Or I'm not in my home country. I'm in another country and this is what we drink at Christmas. We, we really want to know. Yeah, absolutely. I think my other favourite, I'm always pleased when kind of glue vine or mulled mm. wine season comes around, a hot wine, spiced, red lovely i think there's just something it's like a hug and a mug isn't it oh hug and a mug come on hang on i've got an applause for this i've got to find the right button oh no there we go 
Well done, Leah. Well done. But it is. It reminds me of being in Christmas markets, all wrapped up, like the tingly cold in my cheeks. Um, yeah, big fan of glue vine or mold wine. It's known in the UK. Um, be very careful if you order a mold wine in Poland. They do spike that shit with brandy. And it seemed like a good idea at the time. <laughs> but after two, not so much. Yeah, where we went, I think we did. It was in Poland. It's like a normal thing because the poles are just rock hard. Animals. Animals <laughs> is what they are. But they live off dumpling beer and, and, and hard liquor. Ah, times. Um, but then we went somewhere else and we asked for a mulled wine and we said, oh, can we have one of these? Um, Palinka. So it must have been Croatia. It might have been Zagreb or Pula. No, Pula, it's or definitely Poland. It's Rotslav. No, Poland. no, no. But the point is we asked for them to, to lace it with, with a spirit and um, they looked at us as if we were crazy. We are like, what the hell are you doing? This is strong enough as it is. Um, so, uh, so, yeah, it's very much, I think it's probably as you get further north in Europe, they, uh, they lace things. Anyway, I feel like we've gone eight, eight and a half minutes without really saying a whole lot. No, I think we've covered some ground. Sherry, port, mulled wine. I think, I mean, I, I don't discriminate with this drink. I will happily enjoy it all year round. But there is nothing quite like a Bailey's at Christmas. Mm. Bailey's Irish cream liqueur. I mean, it's just my only upset with it, particularly if you're out and about drinking it, I mean, 50 mil for a start. That's not enough Baileys. <laughs> and two, it's like, what, 15 quid now? Yeah. So expensive. And I, I always enjoy, like, when Christmas knocks around and, like, particularly when we're outside the UK, we were in Metro the other day. It was like a wholesale, I think you mentioned this, wholesale. Yeah, like a sounds club. And we looked at the Baileys and it was 24 euros Oof. for a litre. Oof. I was like, I like it, but not that much. But I remember the days of being in the UK when we had a little less money and looking at the bays, it was maybe like 14, 15 pounds. And then you'd look at like the little special country cream. <laughs> what did you just call me? <laughs> Six euros. I'm like, I bet you can't tell the difference. You fucking can. <laughs> no you right really, time. really you can. Don't go cheap. If you want a Bailey's, get the, get the good stuff. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I'm interested, in winter, would you drink Baileys with ice in it? Then? Oh, yeah. Now, Leanne's mum is proper OG. Oh, yeah. She's from Liverpool, from Croxteth. Yeah, oh, the, yeah, the hard-ass end of Liverpool. Oh, yeah. Kind of like, you know, she you just do not want to mess with Leanne's mum. And so, but, but she comes across such a lovely, like, you know, oh, hello, would you like a little Baileys? And so she'll pour your Baileys. I had Baileys. a friend who, just to pick up on that, I had a friend that always used to do an impression with an Irish accent. She didn't have an Irish accent. <laughs> but it's just that, like, proper, like, like, mama kind of just, yeah. She's, what, five foot nothing. Yeah. Very, very slight, petite woman. Um, so it comes across like an angel, but... She's a she's a badass because when she has Baileys, she pulls herself a big Baileys. Now that's not that's not a fifty mil. That's going to be a hundred and fifty mil at, at least. And then she'll just go. Oh, I'm just going to pop a tiny. I'm just going to. What does she call it when she laces it? Does she have a name for it? Does she like make it Irish or something? She says laces it. Laces it. So I'm going to yeah. lace it. She picks up the Jack Daniels. Is it? Yeah. Jack Daniels pours another fifty mil into this Jack Daniels. Yeah. She's got like nineteen units of alcohol yeah. in this small. <laughs> in this a glass. Wee nightcap. Yeah. And she'll be like, this, um, and to be fair, this is three, three or four o'clock in the afternoon. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> not really, Teresa. But no, she, and, and that's the way she drinks it, which is, uh, which is badass. And yeah. I love it. <clears throat> yeah, and what I, what I enjoy about it, maybe the same if you come from a, yeah, Irish heritage or 
I'm not sure if it's a Liverpool thing or a Northwest thing, but you you end up getting into a conversation, usually over a, a bit of food, a couple of wines, and you'll start asking about the family. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and casually, my mum will be like, yeah, so I remember like my uncle was like a like a money lender and <laughs> like my cousin Peter was like part of the Liverpool mafia. And if I remember right, your grandma used to like, what? Really? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Your Uncle Pete was a loan shark. Yeah, he did very well. Yeah. Sorry, I'm sure he did. <laughs> Basically Tony Soprano of, of Liverpool. Yeah. Oh, it's amazing. Is, but... And she'll also just drop in things like, oh, yeah, I remember when I was in Liverpool in the 60s. I went to the cabin and watched the Beatles. And then, um, you know, all these girls, in the early days, all these girls were running after them. And, and some girl whipped off Paul McCartney's belt and I picked it up and, and took it back to him, you know, because I'm a good Catholic girl. I just said, oh, someone took your belt. He turns around and goes, fuck off. And then from that point in the end, I was a John Lennon fan. <laughs> <laughs> and you would be, wouldn't you? You would. I mean, to be fair, of all the people, if, if I was to rank, like, anyone from, like, the 50s to now in terms of, like, can I use the word pop star? I don't really mean, like, you know, dad going for pop star, but, like, you know, sort of musical legend. If I was to rank them for people to tell me to fuck off, McCartney's top five oh, for me. absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, to be honest, I think my number one might be Meatloaf, although he's he's not no longer with us. But I can imagine, yeah, I can imagine him or perhaps Mika, because he'd say very musically. Or I'd imagine in French. Or in French. Mm. On cool? Is that is that is that I don't know. I'm I I just <laughs> remember learning some French swear words and I can't remember <laughs> that. Is that's 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 fuck off or your mum's a puta. Anyway. Shit in your milk. <laughs> We've got this great book that we got uh, we got sent, and it's like foreign swear words, and it's basically phrases in in foreign phrases in foreign phrases in foreign. <laughs> I got all UKIP there for a minute, didn't I? <laughs> but phrases in foreign languages, uh, which are, which are rude, and I think one of them is a Spanish one, which literally translates to "I shit in your mother's milk" or something like that. Yeah. Again, I feel like in terms of tangents. <laughs> If we were to graph our conversation, I think it would look like some kind of spider graph. So, some good stories in there. Good stories. So, I'll tell. Oh, tell tell our lovely listeners about your mum's favourite tipple. She, I mean, she doesn't discriminate either. She has it all year round. But I, I associate it with Christmas because I tend to. Oh, I guess I tend to spend more time with your family at Christmas, so we we tend to have this drink in it. You say you you, you have to spend more time with your family. Yes. 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 <laughs> so my mum's favourite drink is something called a whiskey mac. Um, and basically, if you've ever heard it, it's weird because there's something called Stone's Ginger Wine. There's also Krabby's Ginger Wine. It is nothing like, well, it's not nothing, but it's very, it's different to ginger beer, like the Jamaican stuff, the fiery stuff. And it's, diff- it's totally different to, to Canadian ginger ginger ale. Which oh, always, yeah, it's a different, it's a different thing. Different beast. Different beast. But what she'll have is a, is like a, a whiskey. And my mother being from Scotland, it's not a whiskey. It's like three whiskeys in one. And then she'll put the same amount in there of ginger wine, which is about sort of 18%, something like that. So it's it's like, I guess it's like a fortified wine, like a sherry or a port, but just tastes of like really fiery ginger. Yeah. 
Yeah, in fact, to be fair, it's a lot more like the Jamaican, so forget what I said before, it's a lot more like the Jamaican ginger beer, but imagine that, but being 18%. That's what this is. And so she puts it together and you think, oh, that doesn't sound, it sounds like it might be all right. It is amazing. It's so good. If you have a cold, sniffle, like any kind of throat issue, congestion, mm-hmm. it clears you right up. Yes, it does. It's really, really nice. Um, so if you can get hold of Stone's Ginger Wine or Krabby's Ginger Wine, those are the two main ones. I, I get the feeling it's a kind of a Coke Pepsi situation. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I tried the same thing the other day. I'm not sure if it was an Instagram or something, but it's like someone's saying, like, I don't understand why, like, Pepsi's tagline isn't, it's Pepsi, is that all right? <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. I don't know if you have this in other parts of the world, but in the UK, like if you go to a bar and ask for like a rum and coke, but the bar stocks Pepsi, you're legally obliged as the bar person to say, it's Pepsi, is that all right? It's got... (laughs) (laughs) As a former pub manager, I can tell you, there's there's the law is called the passing off law and you're not allowed to pass something off as another thing. So if someone asks for a Stone's ginger wine, you've only got crabbies, you have to go, it's Stone's, is that all right? So it's a similar kind of thing, but that will be brilliant. That will be absolutely brilliant. Or maybe just, I'm sorry, it's Pepsi. (laughs) Maybe that's like their entire advertising campaign for 2023 is, I'm sorry, it's Pepsi. Really made me laugh. Really made me laugh. But yes, if you can get your hands on some some ginger wine, definitely try it. But it has to be Scottish whiskey. Yes. Not, Not like JD or is it? bourbon nothing like that it has to or, or even irish it has to be scottish whiskey it has to be scottish blended whiskey don't be going don't and getting a good one no don't be going and spending your, your 40 quid 60 quid macallan putting that in there no no it has to be cheap scottish whiskey um you pour it blended scottish whiskey but your bells your grouse that kind of thing yeah. half and half if you're doing that and no ice and no ice no 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 um, and if you're also doing that, then go and get some slow gin. I've realised now that if you are yes. if you are travelling and living abroad, which is our essentially our demographic for this podcast, then we're telling you all the things you can't go and get. We don't know. You might have it in other parts of the world. Maybe people are living and working abroad in the UK. Matter. And they may be doing it wrong, in my opinion. But but if you <laughs> go and get some slow gin and do 50-50 on blended Scotch whiskey and slow gin, that is lovely. I remember, <laughs> this sounds like the beginning of some kind of um, testimony that I'm making at, 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 in a court. But I remember when I was about 13 and, the, uh, and we went out carol singing and the local Bobby um, gave me some, gave, got me to drink from his flask of slow gin and whiskey. I told you it sounded How like a testimony. How old were you when this happened? Well, he was in his 40s and I was 13. I don't think that's okay. Nothing happened. Do you remember? <laughs> I think we might have cut this bit out. <laughs> have no words anyway so tell us what you like to drink tell us where you like to be touched um, t- <laughs> <laughs> that's, not, that's not okay it's not okay, not okay. It? i'm so sorry let's re-record this <laughs> oh god what's uh, happened I think the we're- thing you have to remember about british people Irish people, the humour is dark, man. We, we dark. joke about things that are really dark <laughs> because it helps the process. Because we can't talk. 
we, yeah, we're not an open people, but we're a dark people. <laughs> so, favourite Christmas tipple. Wow. <laughs> Anything we've missed. You know what we always used to do in our family? Where End of Christmas going? Day. We'd finish with an Irish coffee. Uh, and the funny thing is, the best Irish coffee I've ever had was in um, Estepona, South of Spain. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. What is it called? Choco. What is that restaurant called? Um, I don't know, but I... it was. But they did the best Irish coffee. So Irish coffee, coffee mm-hmm. with Irish whiskey, mm-hmm. black, bit of sugar, cream, like double whip, double cream on top. So it looks like a pint of Guinness. Mm-hmm. That's what you're going for. Mm-hmm. And then there's and then there's two kind of schools of of drinking. One is like you leave it exactly as it is, and you get a little bit of cream on your top lip as you sip it. The other is to like mix it all together. No. I was a mix it all together girl, oh, not gonna no. lie. I was. But again, it's just that warm warmness. And yeah, who doesn't want to put alcohol in every potential possible beverage on Christmas Day? There you go. Sour mashed potato. So, um, fun fact, just before we go, sour mash is like um it's like when you make beer, you make the, yeah, never mind. Um it was it wasn't it wasn't particularly clever. Um so fun fact number one is that when I worked in a Chinese restaurant, my job was to make the coffees, the Irish coffees. And it's really difficult. You can use squirty cream, but you, but you have no, to No, you can't. No, you can't. Not and, with any sense of decency. No. And <laughs> and so my job was to float the cream. Um, and when I first started, I was like, got one in three right, which meant that I could drink the other two. Um, but uh, but then I got really good at that. And I got another I got another fun fact that I just totally forgotten. It's gone. Oh. Oh, yeah. And the other one is that in Spain, they do something called a carajillos, oh, yeah. I think. I think I'm saying that. I'm sorry. If you speak Spanish, you, you, you'll tell me that. That is, that is horrendous pronunciation. But what they do is, so you know when you make a, a filter coffee and you have that little handle thing that you bash on the, on, on the drawer to get rid of all the old coffee, then you fill it back up with coffee grounds? You know, I'm, I'm, I'm miming it. So you must be getting this through the medium of audio. So you get that, you put your coffee grounds in it, and then what you used to do is put a shot of whiskey in the actual coffee grounds, lock it into the machine and pour your coffee through it. And so good. it was incredible because it wasn't actually that alcoholic, I wouldn't have thought, because I would have thought that it would evaporate Burn somebody. Off, but yeah. yeah, but that was great. But you could do it with whiskey, you do it with brandy, you could do it. They did it with um, Quantra, I think, even any kind yeah. of alcoholic drink. They did it with, oh, yeah. Yeah, we do miss Spain. Mm. Anyway, so I think we've been, <laughs> we've, we've covered some ground, Leanne. I think that's fair to say. What did we talk about? <laughs> well, we started talking about, um, we started talking about drinks. Then we talked about your mum, my mum. The and mafia. The mafia. Then I talked about um, what we called Uncle Rick in the village. Mm. It was a bit handsy. Um, and then we pulled it back, I think, and we talked about Carajillos and uh, Irish coffee. Lovely. So jump on Instagram. Get on, if you're not on Instagram, go to sidewayslife at gmail.com. That's at sidewayslife at gmail.com. And let us know what you drink. Um, if you send us a voice message, there's a very good chance we're going to feature it in the next 20, 21 days or 20 days. Because let's be honest, we've planned about three of them. We've got 17 left to fill. So mm. very much like to hear from you. And if you ever complained about the content of this episode, please send it to PO Box 123. We don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Beverly Hills, 902.1 okay that's probably it shall we um, oh dear i feel like we've really really plumbed some depths today yeah this is a low point this is okay see you tomorrow bye bye